0: Well, my my question for Andy is kind of similar to what Colin already said. Didn't your faction get beat by just one guy? I haven't played Dead Space, so (laughs) you can basically say whatever you want. Well, here's, here's
1: the thing. End of Dead Space 1.
2: all and welcome to Law crimes this is the next episode of versus it's a nice little cheeky idea we have where we pit either two characters factions or generally anything we sort of smash them against each other and see which one comes out victorious my name is hal and i'm joined here by eli andy and colin say hello boys <laughs> hello Yo. somewhere there in hello. the ether and uh today will be an episode um hope everyone's feeling a bit hungry because we're gonna be devouring uh, a big topic here it is tyranids versus necromorphs yes uh colin will be representing the warhammer time or Warhammer aside this time for some reason because usually he's against warhammer <laughs> <laughs> it's about time we did one for the team
3: <laughs> it's, uh warhammer finally needs a win what can i say Oh, okay, Ooh. he's good. He's, oh,
2: he's already arrogant. Dang. He's already arrogant with it. He has been, uh, funny enough, as a Warhammer content creator, been trashing on it for a good minute. <laughs> um, and he's been victorious. I think undefeated still, if I'm right, Colin. Hell yeah. Still undefeated. Uh, but challenging that today is Andy, with a, representing with a bit of Dead Space, Necromorphs. Um, I'm going to ask you guys, Colin, how are you feeling? Are you feeling confident?
3: I'm feeling very confident in the uh in the power of the Tyranids. Uh the hive mind is with me. Uh you know, it's uh I think I think I've got this. He's got it. Uh
2: he may not have a working pancreas, but he's gonna have a working victory (laughs) in this one. (laughs) Sorry, boy. Uh Andy, how are you feeling? Feeling very confident. Um, I am I am infused
1: with the zeal of that um, that meme of the guy from Dead Space Free with the two grenades in his hands who jumps yeah. on the car. And goes oh, yeah. That's yeah. me right now. He's just like me. He's just like me. He's just like
3: me. Oh, that Perfect. voice actor put his all into it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I wonder what he did to prepare for that. Like just running around the car park outside, just like I'm gonna do <laughs> it. You know?
3: He went to he went to some death metal concerts and came back. <laughs> <to play.
2: laughs> Had a conversation with his mother-in-law. Oh, man. I know. I'm joking. I'm joking.
0: I like I? my mother-in-law. Thank you very much.
2: <laughs> I don't have one. Jesus no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I do. I do too. Don't worry. We <laughs> all like his mother-in-law. Uh, uh, with that being said, though, we begin with round one. This is your chance to either speak of the highs or, you know, basically state your case, the opening uh, arguments. Colin, I believe you are first. Are
0: you ready?
3: Muted is what I was. <laughs> Good stuff. He was. it. you. So like, it's like just... earth, say Ur, say muted there. Muted. <laughs> I, I am. I am ready to go. Well, Nerivar,
2: uh, please, your time <laughs> begins I'm Not
3: now. again. <clears throat> ah, well, I, uh, I present to all of you my case on why the Tyranids are simply just better than the Necromorphs. So just start off simple. What are the Tyranids? Uh, just big bugs from outside the galaxy, but you might think big bugs, well, you know, what does that mean? Uh, the size of houses, the size of titans, uh, they've got something for every situation. Uh, these these fine, I don't know, I was going to call them fine folks, Gentleman. but that doesn't seem, but yeah, <laughs> the fine gentlemen of the Tyranids <clears throat> came from outside the galaxy, so we've already got a leg up on dead space with that one. I mean, Necromorphs, at, at best, it's maybe they came from outside, maybe they're native. There's nothing to say whether they did. The Tyranids not only have come from outside the galaxy, but we know for a certain they've taken at least one other galaxy because the uh, the Swarm Lord's little sword things are made of a crystal that you can't find in the Milky Way. It just does not exist in this galaxy. So the Tyranids uh, <clears throat> already have at least one confirmed galaxy under their belt, whereas uh, the Necromorphs, from my understanding... Uh, are have still having trouble with uh, an engineer? Although I, sh- I shouldn't be that rude to Isaac Clark, he is a weird one. Uh, this uh, this this isn't about Isaac. Isaac's Isaac's great. This is about the Necromorphs and how they're simply inferior. The uh, salt's already coming early. What can I say? Uh, the <clears throat> Tyranids made landfall uh, many times throughout the gal- uh, galactic history. Which saying that about galactic the galaxy landfall doesn't sound quite right. But what are you gonna do? Uh, they showed up in M thirty five, M thirty six. They fought the Imperium many times, but the Imperium didn't know what they were fighting because the Tyrians were simply that violent of a threat. They purged, they either purged history or did their best to forget it. And of course, there's a the fact that you generally don't get survivors from a Tyranid invasion. Uh, they made landfall for the you know the big the big reveal. Everyone knows they're a thing now. Uh, towards the modern setting of Warhammer forty k. When they devoured several dozens of planets without being stopped, Ultramarines tried to stop them, and uh, and they failed a couple times before they finally got that one right. Uh, and even then, you might say, "Oh, so the Tyranids failed their initial appearance?" Well, they didn't really fail. Uh, high Fleet Behemoth, as it was, didn't uh, wasn't destroyed. It lived on in splinter fleets to bother the bother everyone for forevermore. And then they just kept coming. Two more major high fleets. God only knows how many minor ones. Whole lot of them is the answer, and they would just—they just go around and devour planets whole. Uh, there's plenty of ways they do this. Uh, there's, of course, the obvious big old invasion of bugs that you see and uh, get frankly offended by, as they swarm down. Again, can't can't not do it. Uh, they swarm down and devour planets whole. Orcs, mechanicus, human, space marine—doesn't matter. You're all food equally. Uh, they have. <clears throat> More subtle methods. They have, even just amongst the Tyranids themselves, uh, there's you know there's Lictors, there's stuff like that where they kind of go behind enemy lines. Uh, their magic. There's another leg up that the Tyranids have. Uh, they have psychic powers because the Hive Mind is so overwhelmingly powerful uh, that it just knows how to do magic without being a wizard. It's just that much of an overwhelming presence. Uh, they have. <coughs> Oof, pardon me. <laughs> Uh, and they even shut down other people's wizard power, so it doesn't matter what uh, what you're working with. Uh, the Tyranids have something to take care of it. Uh, they outnumber pretty much everyone in the galaxy uh, on a given tactical level. There are always going to be more Tyranids than your army on the battlefield, uh, and they're quite big and powerful. Uh, we got Ravener broods, Hive Tyrants, Tervagons, Tyranid warriors—something for every possible situation. Because that's what the Hive Mind's all about. Ranged, uh, you don't want to get hit by Tyranid bioplasma. Oh, that's something else, by the way. Uh, they're so advanced that they make plasma as just biologically. Uh, they can, they have something to hit you in every situation with. Uh, but you might be thinking, you know, they, that's not too subtle. Uh, well, allow me to introduce you to the gene stealers, who are uh, still, I'm going to count them in this argument because they don't exist if you don't have Tyranids. The Tyranids seed a world with the Gene Stealer infection, and then suddenly you don't even know if your friends are your friends anymore. They could be under the sway of the hive mind. Um, So, quite frankly, you don't even need to fight the Tyranid Hive Fleet to lose to the Tyranids. The Gene Stealer cult may damn well just take care of the problem before the Tyranids ever show up. And then they get a nice snack, they grow in numbers, and then they move on to do it once again. Uh, There is quite simply... And your time
2: stops there, unfortunately. or <laughs> well, he sounds like he's still got more, like there's a full like document to go through there. Uh, unfortunately, we had to cut that there, though, because it's time for Andy for his opening statement. Andy, are you ready? Yes, sir. And your time begins now.
1: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to talk about the big bad of the Dead Space franchise, the Necromorphs. Now, the Necromorphs are the mutated and reshaped corpses of the dead, resurrected by extraterrestrial beings uh, through an infection drawn from the genetic coding of the marker devices created by the so-called Brethren Moon aliens. So imagine moon-sized, corpse-created beings. Absolutely terrifying. I mean, the High Fleet's pretty interesting and pretty terrifying as a high fleet might, you might visualize, but could you imagine an entire planet moseying on over to chew on your bones? It's pretty terrifying. Uh, these gigantic spacefaring creatures composed entirely of the dead um, send signals to prey on the intelligent lifeforms and broadcast their message across the galaxy to do their bidding. They've already claimed entire alien civilizations into their form, and the necromorphs are their foot soldiers. They're the ones who do all the the slicing and dicing of their enemies, of their prey. Because this is the thing. Necromorphs don't have enemies. They just have prey. And when they chop them up and dice them and slice them, then they reform the dead material into a new Necromoon. And we have no idea how many of these things there are. They're absolutely indomitable in how they just systematically pick people apart and then consume their biomass much like to the tyranids um they emit these frequencies capable of driving their food sources insane if you've played the dead space games you know firsthand that some people they get dementia other people go into suicidal rampages like our good old friend from dead space 3 with the grenades Uh, other people start and join cults similar to the gene stealer cults but a bit more insidious and some people they hallucinate and they think they're doing the right thing and are all the while being manipulated into doing the bidding of the necromorphs uh, before they're butchered by their sharp, bony, slicey hand things, whatever you would call them. Their glaives and blades made from their own bones. Uh, the necromorphs themselves are incredibly deadly in combat and are merely the puppets of the Brethren moons and despite their lack of consciousness they do have a hive mind quality and they have proven capable of harvesting the galaxy time and time again to feed and reproduce. Colin mentioned oh the the Tyranids have already conquered at least one galaxy. We have no idea how much the Necromorphs have done because they don't leave survivors. They don't leave much trace of their existence, they just get the job done. And we have no idea if they're a galaxy-faring or a universe-faring species. But they are driven solely to acquire more bodies and to spread their infection. These creatures are not relenting and they do not fall victim to... to, to Anything they combat can't match them because, point blank, through the marker devices and the, the hallucina- hallucinations and emitted frequencies they create their prey do the work for them before they even get a chance to nom on them physically tyranids are pretty cool and they do have a hive mind quality but i have no idea if they would even be able to comprehend i I don't even know if they'd be able to defend themselves from the emitted frequencies of the markers they are so powerful we already know that the necromorphs have consumed an alien species before which was genocided by the brethren moons i don't think the tyranids would have much of a better choice because here's the main factor of this argument the necromorphs are dead. It doesn't matter how many tyramid- tyranids there are. The necromorphs kill a few Tyrannids. they consume them, they make ne- Tyrannid necromorphs, and then the more they kill, the more they get, the more they kill, the more they get, and a loss for the tyranids is a gain for the necromorphs, and they cannot stem that tide. In its most insidious form, it would infiltrate the Gene Stealer cults and the Hive fleets, and it would tear themselves apart from within before the necromorphs through the Brethren moons have even gone close. They're capable of mutilating the bodies of their hosts into inconceivable forms to further spread their infection and they make specialized forms through those they infect. Like just imagine the tyranids. Colin mentioned for example they have the plasma incorporated into their weapons. We have no idea what the necromorphs would do to the tyranids because we only have humans and basic, basic Isaac Clark like Isaac Clark is cool, but like compared to Vortigai, underdeveloped civilizations. A tyranid necromorph would be terrifying and it would consume themselves from within. They would we, From humans, they already make slashers, leapers, lurkers and other utterly horrifying creatures. Tyranids would be a completely different story. And the guardians, the apex form of the human ones, were immortal, functionally immortal. Where you killed them, they come back again and again and again. And like that, the necromorphs would get the job done because they would never stop coming. And that's my, uh,
2: my first Her taste. First. Oh, Straight on time, wow, exactly. Hey, the oh, very of time. nice, very nice. I think, uh,
0: Eli, what are your current thoughts slash any <laughs> questions for the boys? Yeah, I think, uh, both the contestants have some good things to say. I didn't know much about the necromorphs or necrophages, whatever, before, but uh, I will say, Andy has. Put in a good word for them because I, I, when coming into this, I thought that he had no chance because I barely knew anything about Dead Space, but uh, he makes him sound pretty powerful to me. Mm. Obviously, the Tyranids, Colin, put them in a good light. Tyranids are scary, they devour planets, they have a lot of variety, it seems, and uh, they're theoretically a, possibly a bigger threat. It's hard to say, it's hard to scale differently. Uh, but yeah, I have some questions. Uh, let me see if any of these are actually good questions. But, uh, yeah, we'll just ask them. Who, uh, who, who has the? I'll ask you both. Who do you think has cooler origins? Because uh, it might be they. They seem to both have almost no origins.
3: Uh, I mean, I I think that. I, honestly, that's maybe this will be a cop-out and make my, not make my argument sound good, but I think that one's down to personal taste. I mean, <laughs> uh, Tyranids <clears throat> completely extra-galactic. They have nothing to do with anyone. Uh, they're just it's coming in from God knows where. Uh, so, And they're just this unending swarm of locusts that, like I said, nothing to do with anyone, but everyone in the galaxy is horribly afraid of them, uh, including uh, the Silent King. Uh, who came all the way back because he walked into a high fleet and was like, "I think, uh, I think this is going to be a problem," <laughs> uh, which I, I might, I might bring that up in my in my next stage. Uh, well, we'll save that for later. Uh, whereas the necromorphs, I think if you, I think if you like the idea of this, like, assimilator like kind of thing, where it's like it comes mm. from the progress of people, like uh, with the markers and whatnot. I think if you like this, that kind of thing. Uh, You'll probably like the Necromorphs more. If you like a completely out-of-context problem, you'll probably think the Tyranids have a origin. Uh, I think think that one's down to personal taste.
0: This is a good answer. What what say thee, Andy? Uh,
1: Well, I think the the trouble with that question is both of us are like, we have no idea where either one comes from. Yeah, what what, what is is
2: this? (laughs) All we know is what we know.
1: And it's that whole thing of like, (laughs) the Tyranids are definitely from another galaxy the necromorphs might be but they leave so little trace of what they've done we have no idea where they came from are they a biological weapon we don't know are they a, 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 a like <laughs> did, they, that a, that a, just happen. did they just happen naturally we don't know all we know is they're scary and they ate my friend and now he's running <laughs> after me with blade hands and i'm scared mm, and yeah nice.
3: We do know that space is dead because they ate most of the things in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and there's no one dramatic. left to say, "Oh, oh they, they didn't, didn't even give a name." <laughs> hey,
0: I'll ask. I'll ask one more question. Uh, Billions, most which necromorph. one of <laughs> which, which one of these factions would take over a planet faster?
3: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say the Tyranids. Uh, uh, the Dead Space, the the Necromorphs uh, need to. They plant the marker, uh, and then they need to, you know, get the. Because that's, uh, from my memory, a Dead Space, that's how it works. They plant the marker, the species develops and grows uh, with the marker as a focal point. And then at a certain point, you hit Convergence, which is where the marker is uh, powerful enough that it just... It's the dinner bell. It's the dinner bell. And uh, it just starts <laughs> ding, ding. sucking people into the sky, which is quite horrifying when that happens, <laughs> I will admit. But the Tyranids, it's like, oh, there's a high fleet here now. Goodbye, planet. <laughs> Although you say it.
1: that at the end of Dead Space 3, they're, they're the cliffhanger for Dead Space 3, because we're never going to get Dead Space 4, was no. the the Brethren runes attack Earth. And it's just um, an Earth-sized being with its tendrils just latching onto Earth and just nomming on it raw style, and you're like, "Oh no!" And there's several it of them. Raw style. That is oh, true,
3: dear. and th- there was there was even several of them. But that, uh, to me, I don't think that was standard because the markers not standard procedure. No, no. The the standard procedure seemed to be the marker, which requires uplifting an entire species to. A point where the necromorphs are like all right there's enough of you it's dinner time yeah the the, the
1: modus operandi of the necromorphs is we're going to be very patient and take our time because we are the apex predator we don't have to rush anything for the most part we'll just let the species do their own thing and then we'll eat them at our leisure at the most efficient possible way in as short a space of time as possible but you have to
2: build up to it it's kind of a uh win may lose the battle but win the war kind of exactly
3: Mm. I would like to posit that that is a that is a fine way to say much slower than the Tyranids would. <laughs> <eat them. laughs> well, the only thing about that is
1: it would scale depending on the civilization. So I feel like if it was the ne- if it was the Necromorphs versus the Tyranids, it's a lot more people. It's a lot more bodies than Dead Spacey or a human civilization.
2: That's a lot more food. You're going to upscale. I do have a. I think I've got one question, which is usually a one of my favorites. Um, by the metric of them being both monsters, and we're not going for pretty here, but describe to me perhaps a unit or a particular monster or creature that is the best looking slash best drip It's my favorite question, best drip uh, of your own. so if I was like, go oh that looks cool, which one do you think would best represent that? Uh, Colin, is there a particular unit, one that you maybe stands out?
3: Uh, personally I, I quite like the Trigon uh, it's got like the snake body but unlike the Red Terror it doesn't look like just an, an absolute abomination of a model uh, Red Terror by the way for those who don't know if you look up the old Red Terror model bad. that might be one of the worst Games Workshop models <laughs> ever produced uh, but the Trigon is this big horrifying snake thing with all these like the cl- I don't want to call them claws, well, yeah it's got mandibles but it's got like the pincer. pincers is also wrong it's got spikes, we're going to call it spike arms because I got a no better word uh, but <clears throat> that's my personal favorite. If you want, you can find pretty much any Tyranid model and be like, That's my favorite for X reason. Like the Hive tyrant has a has a gun and these hor like horrendously huge, sharp bio swords. Uh exocrins are these big lumbering beasts uh, that can shoot you, by the way. a uh, Hive Norn Emissary
2: seems to be a pretty new model on the block. Oh yeah.
3: N- Norn emissary is uh Slaps hard. Just <laughs> absolute beautiful. Uh, the NeuroLictor, I would put a child in a Lictor Just straight up. Uh, <laughs> <not>. <laughs> oh God! Uh, no questions needed.
2: Uh, well, with that being uh, said, though, uh, I think give some time to Andy. Andy, what's your robust of like? You know, you want to draw people in and say, "Yeah, my faction looks way cooler." What do you show them?
1: I mean, the the main draw of the necromorphs are uh, they are absolutely disgusting looking, but they're also incredibly adaptable. So, for example, the Ubermorph is this necromorph that basically every time you cut it down, it just regenerates. It's got two big, lanky arm-sized blades coming out of each palm, and it just chops you down, and it's just going to keep coming at you, and every time you think you've killed it, it's going to come back up. The Hivemind is this gi- gargantuan like skyscraper-sized being that, should it's required, can just consume swathes of people, or in this case, Xenos, And it has multiple tendrils. And it's that thing of, like, we have no idea what the Necromorphs would look like if they were starting to incorporate the Tyranids. But when you look at the Tyranids on their own, you think, that's pretty cool. But imagine a Tyranid with multiple more arms with blades coming out of them and the ability to maybe project plasma and bile and just take take a Tyranid and crank it up to 10, basically. Like, oh, Tyranids, they're pretty cool. Imagine if they were cooler and dead
2: that's the draw so you're saying that Tyranids have basically gone. on this is my aesthetic and i'm not changing whereas the next <laughs> is like i'm not even in my final form yet they're like oh does my skin look big in this it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. does my skin look big in this uh speaking of does my skin look big in this uh we're gonna move on to the <laughs> next uh round uh colin you're up first this is again could be more talking up your own faction or Maybe cutting down Andes. Are you ready?
3: I'm ready to do both.
2: <laughs> and your time begins now.
3: Well, I think I'll start with uh, talking up the own faction a bit. I mentioned the Silent King earlier. I'd like a just a reminder for those of you who either forgot, aren't too familiar with the guy. Uh, this is a Necron, the, a Necron, the Necron, uh, who ruled over all of them during the war in heaven. And on his command, they shattered their gods. And uh, that's not... Not a not a metaphor. They had their gods, the Katan, and then they blew them up and turned them into Pokemon. Uh, so we have someone who has taken on literal gods and won. And when he saw the Tyranids, he had determined he said, "This is the worst threat I have ever seen in my entire life." And I've been alive for sixty-five million years, so he went back home specifically for that reason. Uh, so that's already some credit the Tyranids got. <clears throat> but uh, I'll do I'll do a, a little bit of rebuttal now. So you, uh, I will admit, uh, the Tyranids. I, to my knowledge, don't have anything quite as big as a moon on their side. But if anything, that is a disadvantage to the Necromorphs. Uh, Because for one, Tyranids can eat dead stuff no problem. Uh, Otherwise, you know, like, combat with anyone would not be worth it, because they wouldn't be able to recycle their own bioforms that were slain, and they couldn't eat the corpses of the enemies that they had killed. It just would not be worth it. They wouldn't be a predator. But they are. Uh, They can eat dead things just as good as live things. Toss a whole tree in there toss millions of corpses they leave behind doesn't matter uh and again necromorphs like i said dead flesh doesn't matter uh and the tyranids in the first tyrannic war i did a, i know i mentioned this uh ate a moon-sized space station they apparently had that was completely organic in nature so if anything the brethren ruins themselves this is food this is a dinner bell for them like, not even a dinner bell. This, this is the main course of the tyrans. They're going to show up and go, Oh, you, you've all assembled? You've brought yourselves to us? How wonderful. Uh, they can also make new organisms during a fight. So let's say first fight goes horribly for the It's Purely theoretically, by the way. I don't think it would. But let's say it does. Well, they're going to go, All right, what do we do wrong? How are we going to fix this? And then they'll make new organisms, uh, change the existing ones to be able to combat what they fought uh, that the Necrowse have. Uh, the first time around and uh th- another thing about that uh necromorphs kind of need to uh infect other people uh to you know get going tyranids don't they can make changes as they need they just only do it as needed because don't fix what ain't broke um there's also uh, also the fact talk about the marker again real quick uh, much slower, as we said, but it also even people under its control aren't perfectly under its control. I know in Dead Space One there was a unitologist who was feeling a little bit rough once he saw what the Necromorphs were. He's like, maybe this isn't, a, maybe this not a good idea. If you're under the control of the Gene Steeler Kiss, you're that's it. There's no breaking free of that. You biologically cannot go against them.
2: And your time stops there. Oh, still feel like I should let you go longer at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I uh,
3: and I uh. The-
2: Man's reading Alec like it's a eulogy.
3: <laughs> I'm, a, I'm not. I'm not good at hitting under the word count. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it's. Uh, well, that being said, though, he did. He's bring up. He's brought up a few points there, Andy. Uh, so it's time for your rebuttal. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready to go. And your time begins now. So first of all, I want to mention that Colin he cited the fact that the uh, the tyranids can quickly adapt. There is a creature called Guardians in in uh, Dead Space, which within a couple of hours. Go from a human being to these disgusting creatures that are planted to fleshy pods on the wall. So the Tyranids and the Necromorphs have the same ability to transform. And lest we forget the, uh, I can't remember what they're called, but the Spreader versions, which have the big proboscis, where when they have a, a subject they kill, they stick a big needle in the forehead of the creature and, like, basically vomit all over them. And you've got an instant Necron. So when they're in a combat state, they're necromorphs that they can instantly transform bodies, and when you look at some of the cinematics, sometimes there are hundreds of these things. Um, when when we talk about things like the marker, for example, if you built a marker and you had it in proximity, that would infect the species. And even if you, for example, destroy the marker, like that that happens in the first Dead Space with Isaac Clarke, the beginning of the second game has him rebuilding it in a fugue state. He literally shuts his brain off and subconsciously rebuilds the marker to start another Convergence event. No matter how many times you try to get rid of the influence of the markers, although Colin said, oh, you 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 can resist. You can resist to a point, but eventually it will continue to spread. And it will not just stop at one person. This is every person in the vicinity. This isn't just one focused atten- attention on one individual. This is an entire civilization infighting, spreading propaganda, making cults like a gene Steeler cult. And for every one of them that dies, you've now got more members for your army. And for every one that dies, you've now made it easier and easier and easier to bring them to Convergence, to have a uh, a hive mind blossom from the, uh, the the base of the marker and to, br- to bring Convergence to create a new... Uh, necromoon one thing that's worth pointing out is um obviously they are very uh, the the tyranids and the necromorphs are very similar but again the necromorphs they fight until they die and then they get up and they fight again because you can't get rid of them they just keep fighting and keep fighting and keep fighting the more biomass is secured the more necromorphs and again they're going to be adapting they're going to be spreading instantly they're going to be evolving and this is a hive mind collective They are going to figure out the best way to attack you, use all your resources against you, and root you out root and stem. The scale of which magnifies with the bigger the enemy they're facing and the Tyranids, there's quite a lot of them. And I would assume because of the fact that they like to also consume biomass, that would play into the Necromorphs' hands and make them even better at spreading their infection and even better at adapting, improving, and consuming
2: the Tyranids. And I think that's more or less all the time I've got. <laughs> that is there. Pretty much on the dot. Nice. Not too bad. Not too bad. I, of course, uh, have a few questions I'd like to ask both of you. I do have some slightly more tailored to uh, each of you here. I think I'll start with a more joint one, which is about the end game. So, Colin, I'm on you first. Um, the Necromorphs seem to have a plan which is when oh, they, the towers slash the what's it, sorry what's it called andy the markers, the, 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 markers sorry, my brain. Uh, the markers seem to only activate when there's enough biomass um the tyranids seem to just consume everything and in fact they left their own galaxy because they probably ate everything uh how do you justify this con particularly in an end game
3: what do you mean just like moral morally in, justify it <laughs> I, think like, I think he means like
0: once they win once they win then are
2: like, they not dead like, yeah as the turn it's basically self-defeating
3: oh no because i mean we they've it's kind of proven they travel between galaxies to eat food the end game of tyranids is eat the milky way and then leave and do it again like we like i said that the hive tyrant or Hive swarm lord pardon me has extra galactic material in his uh in his sword, which proves they've done it at least once, and I know in the, I don't know if it was at the end of the book, or if there was more after it, but the I don't know, when, when Barabbas Dantioch takes, takes the hammer to the to the Pharos, the little excerpt about the Mind, where mm-hmm. it's like, it changes course. So, <clears throat> it's, it's just gonna keep moving on. Like, it's shown, it's been pretty explicitly shown, they're just gonna keep moving on. They don't the endgames keep looking for more food. Uh, uh, and they've, they've got a whole universe mm-hmm. to look for food in.
2: That's a pretty good save on that question. I thought I might have had you there. <laughs> that's pretty good.
3: Th- uh, th- thankfully, Lore has thrown me a bone. It's like, yeah, no, they've done this before.
2: That's a, that's a nice save there, because that could have been self-defeating in the end. Uh, Andy, we're not just letting you off that easily. Um, is basically the Necromorphs just tyrannied food? as in the tyranids could therefore adapt to just constantly
1: consuming necromorphs well here's the problem though from what i can tell again the big divider is the fact that the tyranids consume and then they create brand new life forms from the ground up whereas the necromorphs instantly transform dead tissue into abominations and with the point you said before about how the Then the Tyranids have already conquered parts of the galaxy. Are we not sure that they've basically plucked clean every part of the galaxy they've infected and don't have anything else to go for, so they have to lie in states of dormancy? They're playing the short game. The Necromorphs instantly are like, right, we're going to wait until the civilization is big enough, then we're going to eat our fill, make more more moons, and then we're going to stop. And here's the thing. You also mentioned about the markers being activated only when there's enough biomass have you seen a high fleet like bear in mind comparing a high fleet to like dead space era humanity where they've got a few planets but it's like miners it's it's 2000 plus year era miners there's a big scale difference there the the necromorphs wouldn't have any they go oh look food and they would instantly go for it they instantly start infecting the populace and again Mm. the bigger the the bigger the target, the faster they work. It works to their advantage to have bodies because it only takes one person to start off the mania, and then it only takes one necromorph to spread until it takes over an entire planet in a matter of hours. Kind of like what happens in Dead Space. Dead Space One, and you see the aftermath. Dead Space Two, you live during their initial hours of consuming an entire planet.
2: I will uh, follow up with one last cheeky point where then. As we all know, the good old hive mind adapts. Uh, could it not just adapt to simply combat uh, the necromorphs in the most effective way, which is not giving it biomass, knowing to destroy the markers?
3: I have no doubt it could. Uh, the hive mind is fiercely intelligent. Uh, it's able to counteract uh, plans. I know uh, during the battle with the tau, I don't, I don't remember if it was far, uh, far sight. Uh, no, I don't believe it was a different fight. Uh, the tau just kept they just got into this evolutionary arms war of producing. and while the Tau did win, I will admit the Tyranids the whole time we're keeping pace with them until the very end. It's like, Oh, tower doing this, bam, different tower doing that, bam, something else, something new. Uh, and I feel like the Necromorphs, it's a lot simpler because it's just, Oh, bioplasma, just focus on that, focus on the ranged forms and then just shoot, uh, stay away. Cause, uh, that's the thing. Uh, you know, you know, you, you shoot a necromorph. Uh, takes a lot to finally bring that thing down. Go for the limbs, cut cut the limbs, Isaac. Uh, plasma's just going to melt them. You don't need to worry about cutting the limbs if you just mm-hmm. go right. You just, you're just going to melt. So I think that counteracting the uh, the necromorphs would be pretty damn simple. And uh, I'm just going to say it: I don't think the markers are going to overtake the presence of the hive mind, uh, especially if a hive fleet is nearby and they've got you know the the synapse creatures, I do not think the presence of the uh, marker is going to be able to override the presence of the hive mind. And even if it does on a small scale, like, you know, you take out the synapse creature, oh good, now you just have this mindless, angry beast who's reverting to animal instincts, and the only and the only instinct it has is eat. So, even if you take out the tyranid organ leadership, it's weird calling that what the tyran is. but the leadership of the hive mind, you still have the angry tyranny to deal with. So I don't think it'd mm. be uh, that problematic adapting to the necromorphs.
2: I guess I'd uh, give that same question to Andy there. Uh, wouldn't the Tyranids just essentially adapt to fighting the necromorphs? Well, here's, here's well
1: how the, they they there's, s- there's a few now, flaws I found in that. One, to give you an example of Dead Space 1, when the humans found the marker, they were infected before they even unearthed it and knew what, knew it was there. The marker can project from planet to ship without you even being in its like proximity its range is massive and the thing is as soon as it's in your mind it's already starting to find ways of you rebuilding a new marker so even if the first one breaks you have a second one and if the hive mind of the tyranids even got a whiff of that all of a sudden their entire network is infected and if you have the high fleet connected to a tendril it goes up the chain and if they don't cut it off quick enough. Oh, it's in the heart of the hive mind. Oh no, there's markers everywhere across the universe. And the tyranids are building markers everywhere. And now you're trying to destroy them. But maybe they're underground, maybe you don't know where they are. Maybe new cults are building more and more markers and then they're spreading more and more infection and dementia and they're adapting to more tyranids and the tyranids are adapting, but then they're killing those tyrannids and adapting them further. It'll be an endless cycle of self consumption until eventually the necromorphs win.
2: So you're essentially saying the markers are kind of like a... You know, entrance nightclub stamp where you wake up in yes. the morning and you're like, how the hell did that get there? And it's like, it's always been there. It's always been there. It's the ones where you have to use the
1: special like light to see them. And
2: you're like, oh no, I did go to that club. You're like, I don't remember going there. Exactly. And then it's like, it's there.
1: And then there's video of you doing like shots from someone's belly button and that's the necromorphs but more
3: disgusting.
2: Oh God.
1: We I don't know.
3: I, th- I think depending on the person, I think I might take yeah. a
2: necromorph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jeez. you know that belly button's hairy too. Oh God! Yeah, all right, all right. Uh, speaking of <laughs> already bringing up disgusting things, uh, let's get on to the last round. We call it the Minute of Hate, although it can be Minute of uh, Bigging up your own faction if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colin, are you ready to unleash? Yes. Your time begins now.
3: I'm just gonna say it. Necromorphs are discount here, and it's they've got the Gene Sealer cult thing, but the Gene Sealers do it better because they don't need a goddamn marker to be built. They just go out and do it. We've got the whole, oh, convergence, well, have you seen what a high fleet does to a planet? I'd say that's pretty damn converging. You'd say, oh, the Necromorphs have hundreds of millions of thousands, you know, they infect people. Tyranids don't need it. They can blot out the sun without any help from anyone else. Necromorphs need other people. Tyranids need them in the sense that they are food, which is uh, a whole lot of extra steps the Necromorphs had in order to get a meal. Tyranids just show up, eat you, and leave uh oh no no it's they feed the civilization they need they need the civilization to be big enough wow great tyranids don't it's it's just as simple as that tyranids don't need the civilization to be big enough they just need organic matter and a whole lot of organic matter both from the necromorphs and the galaxy they inhabit milky way and forticate not exactly underpopulated a lot of people in it to eat so even if the Necromorphs completely obliterate, your time fleet. stops there.
2: Fuck! <laughs> it's a... Oh man! One like he's gonna have Holy some frick. more. He needs some more time in the end questions.
3: I Whoa. vote minute thirty of hate. your <laughs> <What's> <laughs> time. time. Uh, I'm not good at the word count. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that may be an opportunity in a bit. Um, Andy, though, it's your turn to do rebuttal slash uh, take him down a peg. Are you ready? I'm ready. Your time begins now. I'd like to buck
1: the trend and end with a quote rather than some hate. So this was from Dr. Earl Serrano from Dead Space. It is unlikely that a race as advanced as this one, and this is not humanity, this is another alien race, would have remained bound to just one planet. Indeed, there is evidence to suggest their empire was widespread, spanning many star systems. They must have been trillions strong before falling to the markers. And perhaps that is the point: allow a species to thrive until they are so many in number that they can no longer sustain themselves. Then descend upon their worlds to feed. Earlier on, Colin mentioned that the Necrons saw the Catan as gods. The Necro Moons are gods, and you can't kill a god.
2: Damn! Sheesh. I guess he's calling it there. different. Can't kill a god. Well, Very speaking nice. of that, here's some uh, some godly awful questions. <laughs> <your> <laughs> Eli, uh, I'm just
3: saying, Teardance flogged Flog Me Loot Boxes. Mm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Already bribing the judges here with bad content practices. Um,
0: Eli, would you want to go first or do you want me to? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, I can go first. Um, so for Colin, here, I'm going to turn my, my camera off. Explain the following Ultramarines.
3: What do you mean explain the following? They're the <laughs> Ultramarines. <laughs> I think I'll explain it by saying if the Ultramarines were in Dead Space, there simply would be no more Necromorphs. They're the uh, Ultramarines. Cato Sicarius. Uh, are, are you saying uh, like how the, did they, they lost to the Ultramarines?
0: Yeah. And, uh,
3: yeah. Uh, well, the answer to that is uh, the Ultramarines have access to 10,000 year old ancient technology uh, an entire empire's worth of guardsmen, material manpower, whatever you need to fight off a horrendous invasion and they barely did. Uh, the Ultramarines were almost devoured. The first time they fought them they basically were devoured uh, whereas the Necromorphs uh, correct me if I'm wrong but they've largely been foiled by some dude with a with a fancy nail gun, uh, basically. Uh,
1: the last thing we saw was them consuming Earth, and that's the last thing we ever saw.
3: <laughs> that's because EA murdered Dead Space. <laughs> mm, they're that's the true gods. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> the evil yeah, God versus is our hate. That's the answer. Uh, the Tyranids had to fight an intergalactic empire. Uh, the Necromorphs had to fight uh, one. I know the Imperium's already kind of dying. In Dead Space, Humanity is basically dead, and the Necromorphs are just finishing it off. The, uh, can you... the Tyranids had to fight a galactic superpower, not a dying humanity.
0: Can you uh, justify the GW authors not giving Tyranids a single major victory ever?
3: <laughs> uh, I can justify it in the sense that Games Workshop's awful writing says, uh, You don't hear about Tyranid victories, is why we don't ever give them <laughs> victories. <laughs> uh they, they had they had octarius didn't they uh they they won octarius in the end didn't they that's a kind of more kinda, or less been confirmed where it's like <laughs> i don't know i've read like that at least as of right now it's pretty heavily swinging at the tier in its favor especially mm. after gazzy left so
0: all right well that, my my question for andy is kind of similar to what colin already said didn't your faction get beat by just one guy i haven't played dead yes, space that's... so you can basically say whatever you want not <laughs> well here's here's
1: the thing end of dead space one All that happens is Isaac stalls Humanity's Extinction because he builds a new marker at the beginning of Dead Space 2. Dead Space 2 finishes. He's not done anything apart from discovered, oh, I'm still not... I'm going insane. Dead Space 3, they discover, oh, these these Necromorphs have literally killed trillions of aliens. We found their old civilization's ruins. Oh no, oh no, don't touch my Earth there. No, please stop. And the last thing we see is a Necron Moon one of several just munching on earth and again I know the the, the main thing Colin's point was oh Ultramar etc it's a civilization that's much bigger but again the prey is the force multiplier because if you think the Horus heresy was bad imagine the Necromorphs markers doing the same thing to all the Ultramarines and humanity and the Tau and the Orcs and the Eldar Necrons probably be yeah but the thing is as well it's like I have a question for Colin, if I may. Uh, so the the Necrons we know have already destroyed completely one massive trillion-person empire. They've, they've committed they've committed an an utter genocide. And I do ma- it again. In 40k, <laughs> how many species have the Tyranids completely destroyed?
0: Any.
3: Uh... Is no, individual I species think. I can't say but I can't say they've eaten enough planets to where you go oh they didn't take out the species they've taken out enough it. and it doesn't matter if the Terrans destroy a species mm. they eat more than enough planets worth of species they
1: haven't killed the towel. that's depressing <clears throat> <laughs>
3: Yeah, because the tower yeah, awesome yeah. it doesn't matter if you a kill small, like a tiny all, empire i've killed all of a species if that species is like 10 planets if the tier, the tyranids have eaten thousands of planets uh, all, if you're talking I'm, about scale it doesn't matter if they've eaten all, all, 10, all i'm saying more. is
1: the necromorphs almost they, they did all their work in the games in about a 10 year span and that was with only one necromoon being like right rolling its sleeves up and doing the coup de gras um how long have the Tyranids been around now? A few hundred, few, few millennia, a few hundred years, about millennia. Been a while.
3: Yeah. I, uh, I simply call fall on the question because the scale of <laughs> humanity and the aliens in 40k is so much larger that it takes and a lot again, more
1: time. It would create a. Mu- it's a force multiplier. The Necromorphs would be quicker at their job if they had more people. More uh, like a hive city. A hive city with one marker would be disgusting. Like That's the a same billion thing for the in, And again, <laughs> a Hive Swarm, that would be disgusting. It would just, like, oh no, it's all gone wrong in like an hour. We've lost like a billion Tyranids. What's going on? Oh no, we're all dead.
2: Yeah. I do have a, a couple of questions for the boys. Uh, I will start with Andy just because he, he seems to be on a roll here. So I'll, I'll maybe hopefully throw him a co here. Um Is the Necromorphs essentially... An upgraded version of a Venus flycatcher, where they actually need someone. <laughs> they are essentially useless until someone gets near. So, what um, happens? Are, is your faction just simply not defeated by everyone? Sort of like at night when you cross the road and you avoid the person on the other side for no reason? <laughs> <laughs> is your faction simply just not dead in the water if no one goes near a marker?
1: I mean, the the, the thing is, from what we know about the Necro Moons, they are just dormant. They place a marker. They wait for a civilization to be big enough to eat. They eat them. Then they go, that was lovely. That was a, that was a lovely meal. Yum, yum. I'm going to go to sleep for a few hours until we got another civilization to nosh on. And then they wait a few millennia, and then they do it again. If it were like... Tyranids would be a buffet, let's be honest. it would be like, oh, look at all this yummy, yummy goodness, all this bug-joo. Oh, mm, it, it would be mental. And then again, they'd probably... Decimate the Tyranids and then go. We're going to go to sleep now, and there's only a few left. We'll wait for them to bring up again, get, get back to strength, and then we're going to go for round two. It'll be lovely.
2: I guess that'll follow, follow up with one more, which is say, as we know the hive mind adapts. Let's say it works out the sort of, I say the kinks, that's not the right word, uh, it works out how the necromorphs operate. Um, what if. The markers are just not strong enough to overpower the hive mind. Does that not fail instantly then? If it can't infect anything, um, does it not-
1: well, if, if the if the mar- I would assume that the probably the best case scenario would be they wouldn't be as effective on as they were on humans, but they would still probably do enough to make the hive mind go haywire. And again, their ground troops, the necromorphs, the ones with the big blade arms, they would just be chopping up the nec- uh, the tyranids, putting them in a big pile, making hive hive minds the big towering colossal creatures to eat more and to build and build more best case scenario you've still got to deal with the fact that your tyrannids are eating each other and then consuming each other to make bigger ones and then when they're dead being turned into necromorphs and then becoming bigger necromorphs and it would just be like octarius
2: war times two so it's kind of like maybe the hive mind treats it like the vegan option at a <laughs> <laughs> it's just like yeah. everyone kind of goes yeah, someone ordered that, but they're not sure they're going near it. <laughs> um, I have one for Colin here, which is kind of in the same vein, which is, um, I think of the devastation of Baal. As Colin said, it was a hive mind. All it thinks about is eating. And yet we see in the devastation of Baal, um, just for people who don't know, uh, the hive mind seem to personally decide... Give a middle finger to the blood angels and ignored many other feeding grounds and planets to head straight for uh, Baal and its many moons, showing that the hive mind perhaps actually is not just consumed by the need to feed but also has a little bit of a petty side. Uh, Thank you, Guy Haley, for writing that. Um, Does that not mean that, in a way, the hive mind is susceptible to the corruption of the necromorphs as it doesn't, it's not just an all consuming. Thing it actually has emotions such as vengeance. Would it not be susceptible to the necromorph uh, disease, and therefore would it, in the end, the hive mind be corrupt?
3: Uh, I would say it's not because, in the <clears throat> uh, for one, in the same way, you know, just because, like, say, there's a dog, right? If you kick the dog, it's not going <laughs> to like you in oh, the future.
2: Poor dog.
1: Oh, uh,
3: and uh, on top of that uh, moving on from that lovely subject we not, so, not
2: endorsed by law crimes <laughs> no we do not endorse <laughs> kicking dogs no animal cruelty here
3: no do not do that but uh, so in the same way it's a very cunning intelligent animalistic intelligence it of course can still feel angry but that doesn't mean it would be any more or less susceptible uh, There's a, especially because the hive mind is this sheer overwhelming presence so powerful it can shut down wizards basically and in fact, uh, there's entire high fleets devoted to closing the Great Rift now. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, I know there's at least one they made where its whole point is no more demons. So if they can adapt to demons, I have no problem imagining they can adapt to a pointy stick in the ground that gives you energy. Uh, <clears throat> as for the them ignoring feeding grounds, it's also uh, the Tyranids know, like, yeah, food is nice. Doesn't matter if they invade us uh, while we're eating. So the Tyranids uh, probably just looked at Bob and was like, "Right, this is the last uh, the last thing in our way between uh, an endless buffet of everything in this sector of the galaxy. Let's go. Let's go take care of that." Uh, which, as a reminder, they probably would have done had Kabanda not been like, "I won. I know. I killed the Blood Angels. You don't the <laughs> angels. kill the Blood Angels. I killed the blood It's, it's my thing. Thing. <laughs> I did it first before it was trendy. Yeah. yeah, I did before you did it. I killed the Blood Angels, not you. Uh, so they mm. probably would, just looked uh, at." Looked, it was I would like, also yeah. add,
2: Didn't the also the Hive Mind does somewhat recognize if that's not worth it so when it went straight past Trezin's home ward of Solemnace it went yeah. And, oh yeah nah. so, so we, I guess it could choose to interrupt um yeah. but I so also even worse. I, I, I have one last bit to add on that uh as you did mention earlier they they did fight they, I think it was Farsight they uh did end up fighting as the uh, Farsight Enclaves versus Terry. they were
0: two they were two different tell oh yeah there was like yeah, there was another that was one two different the main Tau
2: if I remember correctly um <clears throat> Ovesa, the mad lad that he is, the scientist of the Earthcast, he designed a toxin that basically destroyed that little tendril of uh, the Tyranids' sort of invasion fleet into the uh, Fastlight Enclaves. Does that not mean that the Hive Mind slash Tyranids are susceptible to the death slash, I guess, necromantic disease of the uh, necromorphs? That's a very good question. Yeah.
3: I... I think that was just him poisoning tyranids which yeah you can poison tyranids but that doesn't mean the hive mind itself is any more or less vulnerable to it it's the hive mind isn't in one tyranid you can't infect the hive mind because it is all of the tyranids uh, it can cut off things and it has done so it's cut off Gene Sealer cults that were uh, that had fallen to chaos by some contrivance so even if the necromorphs do manage to get some tyranids under their control just the hive mind just can be like no, amputate that limb, get out of here, and then they'll just, they'll just leave and go somewhere else. The hive mind doesn't need like <clears throat> this food, it doesn't need that food, it just needs general food. So it doesn't matter mm-hmm. all the precautions you can possibly take, it's just going to go somewhere else. And worst comes to absolute worst, you're, they're never going to beat the Tyranids because they can go between galaxies no problem. So even if worst, absolute worst case scenario for the Tyranids, they lose handily every time, they're just, just going to leave. Like, they're never going <laughs> to yeah. beat the Tyranids. The Tyranids are just going to be like, all right, this galaxy clearly isn't worth it. I'm going somewhere else. Which, again, don't think that's going to happen. But between them being able to cut off limbs, like uh, as it were, of like infected Gene Stealer cults or Tyranids who might have uh, eaten something that isn't worth uh, adapting into... And the fact they can travel between galaxies, they're, they're not going to lose. They're just going to go somewhere else.
2: I guess it would, uh, if it didn't go well, it would probably turn into high fleet cigarettes and milk. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I would also like to say, and uh, you may call this a cop-out if you wish, uh, but due to the narrative structure of 40k... You can, Eli, you said why can't why didn't they lose to the ultra or why did they lose to the ultramarines because you can't kill the ultramarines because they're oh, that's a good point that's, this is the narrative the setting you're not getting rid that's of the right. ultramarines May whereas I... dead space the narrative was <laughs> necromorphs are eating everything sucks to be you
1: yeah but can, can I mention because you mentioned about how they get away but if the necromorphs manage to consume the biomass of their transport vessels you've now given them the ability to get out of the galaxy and spread further.
2: Oh, that's a good point. I guess Ooh, yeah, we have to...
3: That is pick, You can't pick a- run, boy! Yeah, You're It's you. intergalactic space. What do you and do? Again, pick a direction and, again, and hope you've went the we right one? We don't
1: know if the Necromoons can or can't travel outside the galaxy. We just know they're really scary and we don't know much about them and they're eating Earth. Oh my god, my house. That was... But oh no. But we do
3: know the Tyranids can and have done such, whereas the Necromorphs the best answer is... Mm. Probably.
2: I guess we have to somewhat bring it to a conclusion here, Eli. I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty, I'm pretty torn on this one because I was, yeah. I was not expecting it to be as it's well, my thing can adapt, whereas mine can adapt, sort yeah. of thing.
0: So, hey,
2: Bear Grylls constant. versus Mayor grills. <laughs> this is very much Una reverse the episode here. Um, it's I like think, no, you. Um, I
0: think I have my answer. Not gonna like it.
2: I. <laughs> I, I think You're I not have gonna like it i think i have uh, mine uh eli do you want to say who i don't like first? that i don't like that yeah. I'm, <laughs> me. I'm not a fan of that
0: um well i think the tyranids are stronger as a faction maybe they are uh written into a corner because games workshop will never so be excited. able to make anything win uh Whereas, the necrophages are maybe not as strong, but it's hard to tell because I don't know anything about Dead Space. But, they seem to actually win in their universe. Um, I kinda wanna vote (laughs) for the underdog, but I also- I don't don't know if this is allowed. Uh, in my mind, it's a tie. Is is that allowed? Is that- (laughs) Ooh,
2: so I guess that makes me the decider then. (laughs) In a way.
3: Andy, we need the coin for Eli (laughs) (laughs) again.
2: It is very tough because essentially, one is the poison, one's the antidote. If you know what I mean, it's very uh, like cyclical, and it kind of, they in a way, would feed off of each other. Uh, my ultimate my real answer is that actually, I think they would probably merge into one thing. <laughs> I think yeah, it would actually, the Necronomicon. Yeah, be <laughs> Everyone a, is screwed. They just
0: endlessly battle forever, like mm. Artorias, but better.
2: Just, I think. It think would, a, it would become literally one being of like the undead hive mind, essentially.
3: Mm. I think whatever happens with that, I don't want to be the guy next door no. to that fight. No. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to leave now. <laughs> I think, uh, oh,
2: if I had to make a winner, um, I ultimately think, I think Andy, I do have one last question, which is the mark, so the moons make the markers, and. Are the moons essentially made of... What are the moons made of? They're made of flesh.
1: Flesh. They are made of entire civilizations of people. So they basically go, we're going to turn your civilization into a moon. And then we're going to wait. And we're going to do the same thing again and again and again. So they've got several of these things across the galaxy. And they can travel through space. And they communicate with each other. And their whole the thing moons, is...
2: Do the moons have markers on them?
1: No. They can project their... Their, their frequency independently from the markers, but they plant markers across the galaxy to draw civilizations into them. But when you're in the proximity of them, you go insane because you're like, oh, the frequencies are messing up
2: my brain. I think in the end, I think I have to, by the way, by the narrowest of margins, <laughs> I think give it to tyranids. And there's only one reason for that, Dang. which is the fact that I believe the Tyranids would adapt in knowing that they would have to, first of all, avoid the crap out of the markers. And also, I don't think a Tyranid could build a marker. Like, I'm not convinced They a Tyranid... can build ships. A Tyranid grows a ship. I'm not convinced a Tyranid can build with his little claws, so uh, I I'm, might...
1: I, 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 I don't know, but...
2: It's, honestly is that's the only When
1: you see the aliens that made the original markers before humanity, they're a bit weird looking. You're like, How do they do them with their little T Rex hands? It's like they managed it.
3: Ultimately And then your, and then they... your co-op partner goes, What do you mean <laughs> that's an alien?
2: Honestly, it's the, the only if I if I saw a Tyranid build a Lego set <laughs> and I still knew it could do that, I would obviously give it to Andy. Um it's the only the only chink in the armor that I don't think the Tyranids yeah. could build the, the 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 base tyrannids are so dumb in terms of like being an animal. I don't think they could actually build I, a market. Uh, to it be honest, I feel like
1: species. you could get them. They'd make a necromorph that had little hands instead of making the, like, <laughs> <laughs> the humans. They're like, uh, oh, these things are useless. We're going to make blades, and they're like, oh, these things already have blades. We'll make little hands. It's like the inverse. What <laughs> <Or> if, <or laughs> if they got
0: like gene stealer cults? People to make yeah thing. And, and or there's a gene like called and an echo necrophage called on the same and, planet and they have that does require a called it requires humans with. yeah true uh i honestly, like,
2: it's so i honestly it could so, i honestly would give it to andy if it was just the if i again if it, you if get if over the, his hands yeah because they feel like <laughs> it's literally like side. edward says a hands you're not giving him a handshake <laughs> so hmm. um yeah i'd I mean, honestly, if the Tyranids could build markers, then I think Andy would... No offence, the the Necromorphs kind of have it as soon as they're uh, in there, really. Um, Well, that being said, though, I think narrowest of, literally the narrowest of margins think Tyranids take it away just because of that. His reign Uh, is undefeated.
3: Yeah, honestly, that little flaw.
2: (laughs) But I think in terms of if the mark... If they already had, like, humans, if they're already human, if it's just Tyranids versus Necromorphs, it's kind of a. It's just tyrannies, but if there are humans already around in the universe, like if you suddenly dropped the markers into the Milky Way, like um, Warhammer, I think the Necromorphs would have it hands down. Because then they've already got that, like, open start. Um. With that being said, though, I think everyone, I think it's a good, it's a good lashing. This one's very tough <laughs> to <get> between <laughs> yeah. those two. Uh, obviously, it's nice to get some Dead Space in there because we haven't yeah. have. I mean, Dead Space, my beloved.
3: Uh, they have to remastered oh, it, it, but they won't. Remaster was cool.
2: It, turn turned to a damn TV show or a movie, at mm. least. Come on. Um, with that <laughs> being said, that. though, I we'll think. One day, one day.
3: True. They already ruined it with Dead Space true. Three. I don't need it, it ruined another <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, true.
2: But I didn't. I didn't. I not oh. want to mention that Dead Space Three was not well received. Um, but oh, but so many tyranny losses. <laughs> loot
0: boxes. Too.
3: That um, was that. That game introduced oh, loot boxes. They didn't look like wow. loot boxes yet, but it was the same yeah, mechanics. Yeah, like, hey, no you know those noise. upgrades
1: to your guns? Do you want these materials so you can make them earlier?
3: Oh. Only it, it five was, pounds. It, 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 it's, it would be like too like you get a fifty percent chance of super material, and it was yeah, like, you, like this a campaign. Yeah, this, this, campaign? Was. this, this, this yeah. is a campaign. Right? It was it was That's at the insane. time groundbreakingly obscene, and
1: everyone was like, "Oh, that it'll never a, catch on." What
0: the heck? Oh, it'll never
1: <laughs> catch on.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, is and is the oh, is, EA... uh, <laughs> is no, Dead Space no, 1, one or two it, or whatever? Uh, is it this basically the same storyline as like Doom twenty sixteen? Are they? St-
1: uh, th- uh, it's more like a, a Resident Evil in space, I would say. <coughs> yeah. Resident, I think Resident Evil.
3: Like I think the designers were even like, we wanted to make a Resident Evil 4 oh, look the, like in right. space. The, the
1: designers were like, oh, when we were designing the Necromorphs, we looked at photos of car crash victims. You're like, what? And it's like, that's yeah. how they got them so messed yeah. up looking. You're like, oof. The
0: is, first it play, like, is it crazy? crazy people want to make the beacon or whatever and you're trying to stop them?
1: Well, the first one—it's one like, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's like the first one—you're on a mi- you you fu- you def- you go to a mining ship that's dug something up, and they've sent a distress uh. signal, and you're on their ship, the Ishimura, and it's full of necromorphs, and you're like, mm. what happened? And then you go on the surface. And then the second one's like, oh, <coughs> surprise! You're on a new planet, and the populace is currently being con- converted into necromorphs. Uh, Have I fun! See.
2: Can't explain how hard the name of the Ishimura goes. That. Still mm. in my brain, Ishimura. <laughs> uh, the ship is just
0: iconic. Um, maybe I'll play this game someday. It's so maybe, good. Maybe, sure maybe we should so stream. I'm not gonna like, just stream
2: <clears throat> Dead Space one. But why not? <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Hell yeah! Stream any video games. Yeah, get, get a mod where you just put like a Space Marine, Ultramarine, <laughs> like a on, and you get away with it. Um, with uh, that Isaac,
3: being said? Cl- Isaac, Isaac Clark's scarier than any Ultramarine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like. You like heard it. Heard Gunner right swear. Holy shit! Isaac Isak Clark, yes
2: uh with that being said though thank you guys so much for listening uh again you have to let us know throughout like or even at the end sorry who uh you thought may won or do you think any of us and i or me my reasoning about the not having opposable thumbs on the tyranids <laughs> is the real
0: downfall <laughs> of it um gene mm-hmm. stealers gene stealers have hands
2: yes uh, it, it, it it all depends on if there are humans around if there are humans around no offense tyranids have lost instantly
0: but I mean, but like gene stealers are their own thing; they don't need humans,
3: right? Because they're just. I didn't think, think of that. I guess technically, oh, they're they're like, like well, well, I can't
0: switch now, but. So do I, it
3: now. <laughs> oh, they have no. claws. I'm looking at one right now.
0: Yeah, but they have they have like opposable thumbs. They on build Steelers, a I'm pretty
2: sure. Is the that's the, I, I didn't They could think just that. like that's scratch
1: cool. their yeah. nails off, and then they're like, "These will work," you know. Yeah, they thumbs! I can
0: see it on their picture. They, they got thumbs. Maybe it's unfair
2: to change my answer then now.
3: This is all assuming that they can. Build, Override the hive by, Mine yeah. in the first place. True. I mean, of
0: all the things that could be overridden, though, I'd say a gene stealer or like a lictor would be the most likely because well, they're kind of their own thing, anyways. Dude, yeah, would, we should have thought that. With
2: that being said, though, thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Obviously, of course, please uh, give us any suggestions for more verses, or you know, we we often don't get the opportunity much more, hammer stuff just to mention other. Franchise and things that we all like so we'd yeah. love to hear and your and this one
1: was particularly fitting because it's almost Halloween so we're
3: like we need to do spooky stuff indeed
0: somebody yes. please comment things about Endless Space please let me talk about Endless Space please let <laughs> me know how you.
3: bad you want to smash an <laughs> L- <Victor.
0: laughs> this is why we get comments about your search history Colin okay. <laughs> yeah uh, thank you guys so much
2: for listening and watching and we'll catch you guys on the next one peace
3: Bye bye I love you